Hello and welcome back to the Norwich Film Festival podcast. My name is Neve Brooke and I'm a festival assistant here at the Norwich Film Festival. Today I'm going to be speaking to Saul Abraham and Callum Cameron, the writers and director of Enjoy. Enjoy follows Michael as he seeks novel ways to halt his spiralling depression and a moment of hope arrives via an unexpected source. Now, spoilers ahead, you have been warned and I hope you enjoy the podcast. So, hello, I am here today with Callum Cameron and Saul Abraham, the writer and director of Enjoy, which is nominated for Best British Film here at the Norwich Film Festival. How are you both? Very good. well, I'm good. Thank you for up... having us. No problem. Have you had a busy day? Have you been up to much at all? Um, Callum, what have you been therapy, up to? Uh, so I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's busy or not. At least you've... You've got into the swing of talking, Cal. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm still, I've just been on the computer doing, writing a treatment all morning. So I'm a, I'm a bit, excuse me if I, it takes me a little bit longer to get up to speed. Um, yeah, of course. Sometimes you can get so in the zone, it takes a while for like things to click back into gear. Yeah. So to start off, enjoy. It's such an amazing film that tackles with some really important topics. So to start, what sort of drew you to tell this story about Mike's mental health and sort of male mental health as a whole? Uh, well, I think uh, it, it, the, the story comes from quite a sort of uh, biographical period uh, of, of my life. And then I, I wrote the script and, and sent it to Saul and he kind of saw parallels and, and we, we wanted to explore how we as men and, and lots of other men we know um, deal with their mental health and, and perhaps our generation in particular are maybe more articulate when discussing it, but still uh, very bad at um, actually confronting it or dealing with it. Um, so that was, I guess, the, the first kind of initial conversations we were having uh, and why we wanted to do it and having both had issues well, maybe not issues, but struggled with with aspects of our own mental health. Um, we thought there was a, a way of telling the story in a, in a kind of nuanced and hopefully comedic in places way. Um, and and as as the, as the drafts progressed and and the, the creative process progressed between us, we saw other ways in which this leaned into other aspects of how the, the child, uh, the, the young boy, is kind of taught to deal with his own mental health and how that affects you later on in life and, and you know, the, the ways in which it has a ripple effect. Um, but yeah, so, so we can talk about it from director. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he kind of answered the question perfectly. It has so many layers to it. Like you sort of mentioned there, it has, you know, Mike's journey, it has Archie's journey, which I, I it was such a sort of refreshing thing to see a child talking about their mental health and struggling with it because that is something that quite often is overlooked in the media and you mentioned the sort of the humor as well so there's so many things we could sort of dig into and enjoy there's so many layers move like going on to the humor why did you feel it was important to have those lighter moments to have that sort of breathing room in the film um well I guess a lot of films that um, that we were kind of watching um, as we were kind of developing it, that kind of deal with this, this subject matter. They kind of deal with it in quite a similar way of just, I guess, very um, 
it's all very serious on and also sometimes the depression itself isn't the center of the film it's kind of like a a secondary character trait or um a reason to kind of explore something else that is bigger in the film so we wanted to tell a story where it was at the at the focus but then at the same time it not be just a kind of um man looking in the mirror um considering himself uh, a <laughs> bleak tale because i think a lot of the humor because it came from was there originally for cow's real experience um and how and and his experience as a home tutor and the script was so funny that we um it was there already and it was just balancing those two things at the same time um i think we spoke a lot about how you can talk about serious things through humor um as long as they're always kind of being treated with respect so hopefully that's that's what we did and it's it's just a good entry point into into those issues and i guess even if you are depressed or you're suffering um of your mental health like funny stuff still does happen and that was um that was kind of part of the, the thinking there yeah that's oh sorry what were you saying Callum? no i was just going to say i mean uh you know still mentioned this in the past so i think the the, the initial uh early drafts i think you know i maybe uh lent too too much towards the comedy and saul is kind of good at scaling that back to ensure that the message and the the drama and and the the kind of subtleties of what's going on kind of balance with the comedy so um yeah i think yeah that, that was kind of how our relationship developed it and, and made it slightly better in terms of approaching what it wanted to say i think rather than it just being a you know silly all-out comedy which i think yeah. <laughs> in the early stages it might have been it definitely worked so well because you have this wonderful balance of, of like a proper analysis of how Mike's coping with his depression and the downsides of that and how it's affecting his daily life. But in doing so, life does go on. You, your life doesn't stop when you're depressed. There will be funny moments and you have those sort of funny moments with Archie and when he's doing his spoken word, which was really making me giggle. That was really, really good. And it just shows that he's a normal human being. And I had a question how did you go about to make Mike feel so real? He feels like someone you would know. He feels like a real person. What was that process like developing him as a character? Um, well, I think I think that kind of reality, a lot of that comes from the fact that it came from a real place, mm. I'd like to think. And this is very personal to Callum and, and, yeah, and both of us. And then I guess from actual script to screen, what really helped was... Himesh being a friend of ours before. So we had um, kind of long chats with him about it, um, kind of even before we were close to filming. And, and then we also had some chemistry reads with him and him and Maddie, who plays Katie. And then also we had chemistry reads with Archie, uh, with Tom Sweet as well, as well as kind of a, a couple of other boys um, when we were doing auditioning, auditions for that character. So, that process was quite lengthy, um, yeah. which often you don't really get in a short. Um, you sometimes, if you, you get a, um, an actor and you only really get like the days of the shoot for them. But this, I guess it's, it sounds corny, but like the whole project was a bit of a family anyway. We were all mates, so yeah. me, Callum and, and, and the actors. So I think that opened up to 
lots of long chats about it and stuff that probably didn't even make it in the film in a, like a literal sense, but were just there for osmosis. Um, and hopefully I think that those kind of chats often just lead, lead to things feeling more realistic because things are just more thought about. For example, with the girlfriend relationship, like you only have two scenes to show that where they are. If those guys didn't know each other or met them on the, on the morning of the shoot, you'd probably re realise. Um, but the fact that they knew each other and we've spoken about it at length and everything, um, even if it wasn't on the page, I think it came through. It really, really does. He gives such an amazing sort of understated performance. It's really, there's so many layers to it. And the relationship with the girlfriend, like you said, there is only two scenes, but you know exactly who they are, what's going on. And that must be down to the fact that you've had that amazing process to sort of develop these characters. So well done. It's it's so well acted. So credit to Himesh and the, what was the actress's name? Play Katie? Maddie. Uh, Maddie, Maddie. Maddie. Hill, yeah. Well done, Maddie. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so bad with names. No worries, no worries. Moving on, I just wanted to talk about one of the things that really like spoke to me in the film was your like use of water imagery in Mike's sort of swimming process. And the entire time I was like, I think I know what this is doing. I think I know why it's doing it. And then you use that gorgeous poem at the end. And it's sort of signifying Mike's trying to stay afloat, his literal trying to stay afloat above his mental health. Was this was the swimming something you always wanted to include? Did you find the poem afterwards? Could you talk a little bit more about it? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, Saul can talk, talk about the poem, uh, that the swimming was always um, uh, wanting to be involved from, from the start, I think, uh, and the idea of, of the kind of um, cold water swimming as well as being a, some kind of cure to his mental health and it not really quite working. And, um, I think, yeah, that, that you, you can take a myriad of different ways of him kind of trying to stay afloat. You know, we talked a lot about in terms of him suffocating. Uh, yeah, I think I think it's just it, visually it, it's a nice metaphor. And, and I think you can kind of, as, as you said, you took it for, for him trying to stay afloat. I think I maybe took it for something else. But either way, it, there's something meditative about it and something that kind of transports you into their interior world uh, it makes it slightly more accessible i think in that moment um yeah yeah, yeah. of course i mean it's just the way the, the other scenes are very kind of static and um the frames are very composed and everything just to kind of enhance that feeling of claustrophobia he has um within himself and in those in those moments so in opposite to that in the lido what we wanted to do was show as Cal said something a bit more internal where he's breaking out of that um and when he's going swimming but also kind of to touch on kind of an earlier point that Cal made of showing a character who he is aware of his his troubles and he is trying everything he can and in this case he's trying cold water therapy yeah. and he's actually trying like therapy um but he still can't get, it's still not really working. So we wanted to show someone who was aware of this stuff. He's done the reading, he's done the work to an extent, but still can't communicate. Um, and yeah, the water stuff helped. I mean, that stuff looks a lot, it actually ended up a lot more wet than we thought it would because it just <laughs> rained so much that day. I'd like to say that we'd like planned that and we had a rain machine and stuff, but we were we were lucky. Mother nature came I think through. also it, it um, 
it, it plays with that idea of kind of you know resistance and at the end that end shot when he kind of breaks out into it you can kind of feel the the release mm. uh, whereas what the whole way through he's sort of you know you're exploring that what he's resisting against and then it leaves that end image open to what 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 might be the future for him you know it just opens up so many important conversations and i love that scene where him and archie are basically opening up to the fact that they they struggle to communicate it there's that sort of perfect little silence and that like you said that release at the end where he's finally sort of like kind of coming to terms with it. It's a really powerful film. What do you sort of hope people will take away from the film? What's your main sort of hopes for it? Um, I guess it's, it's open-ended for a reason. I think one of the main things that we spoke about um, was, was this idea that um, it's not something, um, mental illness isn't something that just gets solved in a day and it's not mm -hmm. gonna get solved by a chat with anyone in one time, but it's, it's um, yeah, not to use, overuse the expression, but it is a process. Um, yeah. And some days you're gonna have good days and sometimes you're gonna have bad days. And sometimes you're gonna feel like you turned a corner and, and you've got a handle on something and you go in the right direction and then something might happen, it might change. So um, that was kind of the overarching feeling of, of what, how, we want, how we wanted to end the film. Mm. Um, in terms of, uh, of direct messages, I think, yeah, we like to keep it quite, quite open. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah not being sort of didactic with it. Uh, you know, I, I don't think either of us want anyone to necessarily walk away and, and feel like they're being f forced a message, but rather the whole feeling of the film, whether that's the color and, and just the atmosphere of it, maybe you feel a reflection of when you felt a certain way and it just, you see that being, replicated on screen and that might trigger something you know definitely I loved your use of color in it the, the blues everywhere and the sort of the like bluish color tones it really does sort of evoke that feeling of I don't know of mental health of suffering with your mental health that sort of bland color scheme it worked really really well throughout and especially with the swimming and the blues it just it looked so beautiful so yeah there is a lot to take away from enjoy so it's so so good Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I have one final question that I've been asking everyone because I feel like it's an important question at the moment we need to ask. Did COVID affect your production at all? I thought you were going to ask something about Norwich. Oh, I was, I that's coming. Don't it. worry. Um, I thought you were going to be like, what's your favourite thing to do in Norwich? Uh, did COVID... Oh, God, cow. Where do we start? Um, uh, yes. Yeah, yes. Yes, in a short yeah. way. Yeah, it, it, I think it... it, it, it really made it a lot more stressful in the process of it mm. because we've been delayed and stuff um, as everything. But actually looking back on it, I think it, the delays were there for a reason and we lucked out with some stuff um, because of the delays. Um, but yeah, it definitely was a challenge. Yes. <laughs> I've had a lot of different responses from different filmmakers. Some saying, you know, it was an absolute curse. It was a nightmare. And other people were like, it gave me time to like work on it and fine tune it. So I always like to hear how people responded to the pandemic because it was massive and it changed a lot of people's work. So thank you for answering that one. And I do have one question about Norwich for you. On, Are yeah. you excited for this year's Norwich Film Festival? Very, very, <laughs> very excited. Um, yeah, I haven't been for a while. 
um I used to go on holiday in oh, Norfolk as a kid so know it a little bit with a with a child's eye mm. so yeah I'm looking forward to looking forward to going back there I'm really yeah, likewise I've been to Norfolk a few times uh which is lovely so that part of the world I'm looking forward to going back to fabulous well we can't wait to have you back thank you so much for giving me your time and I've loved talking about enjoy thanks so much for having us thank you Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Norwich Film Festival podcast. This year's festival is running from the 12th to the 21st of November with our online streaming platform finishing at the end of the month. Make sure you go and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram or you can keep up to date with all things Norwich Film Festival on the Norwich Film Festival website. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Neve Brook and I hope you enjoy the festival.